A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. Get in the long with a bunch of demons. believe that human beings are demons. No, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. There's probably a, a balance between, I believe you have to know Christ, but... God is in hell. He is. And someone knows this for sure. All of mankind is going to end up somewhere in heaven. <laughs> My mission really is to just help people of faith, especially, to re-examine this issue, to realize the church has got things wrong in the past. For those who are gods by faith in his son... <laughs> Right, 2 Corinthians 3 7. Victory in the name which is above every name. There's no exception for rape or incest. Uh, it's an extreme law. <laughs> and... Right now, bones, ligaments, tendons, in Jesus' name, get out here right now. Dog False Teacher of the Week, episode number three. I'm your host, the Evangelical Norm. So, we started this a uh, couple weeks ago off the suggestion from one of the ladies at my church who was like, You know, we don't know everybody that's in the, the video montage that opens up the, the show, so <clears throat> would like to know a little bit more. So, I decided you know, once a week we're gonna just take one of those. Uh, people out of the video and then we'll go beyond that um i'm gonna you know maybe as we go there might be somebody who sneaks in who's not in that video there are a few people that i'd really like to do profiles on as false teachers that aren't in the video um so we'll hit them as we go uh and you know we'll just see where it takes us so this week we are going to talk about probably somebody i mean man who needs no introduction uh, so we won't no um joel osteen we're going to talk about yeah probably the most uh well-known and polarizing name uh in evangelicalism uh at this point i mean 
I think maybe he's he's fallen off a little bit over the last few years. Um, has I you know hasn't been as public and 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 seen in the public eye as much as he had in the past. But excuse me, still probably one of the the most well known uh, false teachers that are out there. Um, and again, very polarizing. This is a guy that I mean I've been I've been trolling Joel Osteen for years and uh pretty much from the beginning um and i always get a lot of pushback people do not like it when i uh make comments about joel osteen being a false teacher again far less in the last few years than um in the past but uh still people he he either you love him or you don't um i hate to say you hate him but there probably are people out there that it's either love or hate with this guy. Um, so Joel Scott Osteen, he, this is a 57 year old, I believe, um, preacher. I cannot call him a pastor. What Joel does is not pastoring. He does not pastor a church. He preaches. Um, you can't have a, a church membership the way that he has and call yourself a pastor. You're not shepherding those people. Um, I, hope i don't know what the the um structure of lakewood church is is like um i absolutely hope there are people that are people who down uh downhill from from where joel is that there are men um that are in the church that shepherd uh the people who go there otherwise i mean and then again, I would say that the people who are going to and listening to a message that Joel Osteen gives, the people that are seeking that out, um, are not looking for a shepherd. They really aren't. You know, again, um, he's uh, he he tickles ears. He's a he's an ear tickler. You know, people go to hear what their itching ears want to hear, and Joel provides that for them. So, again, I I don't know the whole structure of Lakewood Church. I don't know how things work. There's probably small groups and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I mean, I can't imagine. I, I, the, I think it claims right now a membership of somewhere around 40,000 people uh, at the church. Um, started out, his dad founded the church uh, sometime back. I don't know. I didn't, didn't see where it says when the church was founded. Um, Joel graduated high school in Humble, Texas in 81. Um, so somewhere around that time, his dad had founded the church, uh, churches in Houston. So I'm not sure where Humble, uh, Texas is in relation to ship. I'm assuming it's a, a suburb of, of Houston. Joel went to Oral Roberts University, um, where he actually did not graduate. He studied, uh, tele telecommunications, um, television communications, so he went back to the church and basically just produced his, his dad's sermons for television, um, stayed in the background until his dad had had a heart attack, um, and had been encouraging Joel to, to preach and he didn't want to. So at 99, Joel began preaching two weeks after his dad died. He was the, the senior pastor at Lakewood church. Um, and he, from 99 and that's again when he he came onto the scene and became you know almost immediately he became a very well-known uh preacher people were were flocking to this man at that point and he took 
the the church from a membership of five thousand to forty thousand people. Um, so and and he did it with and and here's where we'll get into and well his wife Victoria Olstein also preaches, um, which is you know a, a problem with some people. Uh, she's not a pastor. Um, I don't think she's considered an elder. Um, so. Again, I have no no problem with a, a woman uh, teaching, um, even preaching, um, depending on how the platform is laid out. Again, the Bible makes it very clear that that men are to be elders, um, women are to not hold authority over over men. Um, but I mean, no one would ever claim that man can't learn from a woman, a, a man can't hear a woman. Uh, speak or anything Th- those are th- those are things that you know, we can look at and we can go yeah women can can teach women can you know God uses women um, but they're specific offices so I don't know where how the again I don't know the structure of Lakewood I don't know how the offices are set up I don't know if she's considered a co-pastor or an elder or an eldress or any of those things but all I know is I'm blocked by both of them on Twitter. So a uh, badge of, of honor that I carry um, that both of them saw fit uh, to block me. I don't think Joel runs his own Twitter account, so, but I, I'm pretty sure Victoria probably does. And so she specifically um, blocked me. And, and she's there's issues. I mean, I could probably do an entire episode on Victoria Olstein by herself, um, but... I won't, I'll just kind of lump her in with, with Joel's false teaching. They both, the false teaching that comes out of this church is, is it's a prosperity gospel. I mean, Joel basically, I mean, the, the title of his first book gives it all away, Your Best Life Now. And this is a book that launched him into, um, really into, would you call it superstardom? I guess. I mean, yeah, it, he, he became a superstar based off of that book, sold uh, millions upon millions of copies and, um, just basically with a name it and claim it kind of, uh, theology of man's literally what it comes down to boils down to is man's sovereignty over God. You know, he's saying, if you proclaim it, God has to do it. Major problem with this, this kind of a, a theology is you can't take that into a persecuted church. You can't take that into a, a poor community. Um, I mean, it's, it's attempted and that's where these guys prey on, on the poor and so on is of going, well, if your faith is strong enough, then you can get out of your circumstances. You know, the, the church in, in Iran or the church in Nigeria, where they're constantly being murdered for their faith in Christ, they don't stand on, on a Jesus is going to make my life better gospel. You know, that, that's it's it's foreign to them it's not even considered to them there and and that's a kind of gospel that people don't endure the persecution that they do i guarantee you that the majority of people in Joel Osteen's church listening to the message that he presents if you if you went to them with a life threatening situation and said renounce your faith or receive a bullet i would venture to 
to bet that the majority of the people who sit under the, the ear-tickling teachings of Joel Osteen would recant. Because they're presented with a, a message that says, your life is going to get better. Whereas the, the true message of the gospel is, Jesus died to pay the penalty for your sin, and you're going to endure hardship, and but it's not your you didn't come to Jesus for a better life you came to him for salvation most of these people are coming to 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 Jesus for a better life Joel Osteen has, has presented uh them with as as uh Shailen would put it in his false teachers uh song uh, he's presented them with Jesus who's a lottery ticket you know a blank check and uh and you know, Joel, and again, to come back to Shailen's uh, song, if you're living your best life now, then you're headed for hell, because it, it's not about this life, you know, it's about the the eternity that that Jesus has secured for us. And I'm not saying that this life can't be great, that we need to just you know take a vows of poverty or any of those things. No, but we should expect trials i mean we're we're starting to see the beginnings of of uh those things here in america where i mean we've seen preachers arrested for preaching the gospel and it it's only it's on a downward trend um you know sorry to my post mill friends um you know who think it's it's just going to become you know that this is going to get bigger and bigger i think we're and, and maybe you're right at some point, but I think we are going to endure some, some real trials as Christians in this nation, um, that are, are going to, to seem what other countries have dealt with. I mean, I, I do the podcast, the fifth seal, where we talk about the persecuted church. And I mean, in seven months since the beginning of the year, over a thousand Christians have been murdered in Nigeria simply because of their faith in Christ. You can't present, that's not a best, your best life now message, right? Those people don't hear their best life now. They hear, we will endure what we endure because Jesus paid the penalty for my sin. And I, and I didn't come to him for a better life. I came to him for salvation. So that's the, that's the, the, the main false teaching that comes. And I, I won't call Joel Osteen a heretic. Um, he's a false teacher. I mean, this is, but I don't, I don't think that what he teaches in that aspect falls into what I would consider to be heresy. Others will, I mean, others will argue with me and I'm not going to push back on that. If you want to call him a heretic, call him a heretic. Probably the most famous article or interview sound bites of Joel Osteen um, come across as universalist, which would be a heresy. Um, I'm going to play part of the interview here in a second with, with, uh, um, Larry King, uh, and, and let me play it. It's two, three minutes long. We'll play this. We'll get through it. I may stop here and there. Um, as I am known to do and, and talk about things, but I want to play this and then I'll explain why I'm not willing to call him a heretic in this. So here's Osteen. This is probably 2013, 2014, I think maybe on Larry King, maybe earlier, um, with just a horrible, horrible interview. Uh, we've had ministers on who said, your record don't count. You either believe in Christ or you don't. If you believe in Christ, 
you are you are going to heaven and if you yeah. don't no matter what you've done in your life yeah. you ain't yeah it's i don't know it's there's probably a, a balance between i believe you have to know christ but i think that if you know christ if you're a believer in god you're going to have some good works and i think it's a cop-out to say well i'm a christian but i don't ever do anything to well, help what anybody. if you're jewish or muslim and you okay, and that's not not a false statement we are saved to good works you should your your works should show your faith um you know, our faith is, our works don't save us. It's not that we do these things and, and we, you know, it, it becomes our, our balancing the scales with God. We are saved and then we are, we are desirous of, of doing good works. That's part of the change that Jesus puts in us that when the Holy Spirit takes out the heart of stone and replaces the heart of flesh, we are saved to do good works. So I would say, um, you know, can you be a Christian and lock yourself in a room for the rest of your life and, and never do anything good? Well, yeah, I, I guess that's possible, but that's not probable and that's not what the heart of a Christian is. So, yes, Joel, Joel's not wrong in saying that if you are a Christian, if you believe in Christ, you are going to have good works because it, it, it flows from our salvation as long as it's not... The, the considering the works is what's saving us. Don't accept Christ at all. You know, I, I just, I'm very careful about saying who and would and wouldn't go to heaven. I don't know. I think only God. you believe you have to believe in Christ. I so believe. They're, they're wrong, aren't they? Well, I don't know if I believe they're wrong. I believe here's what the Bible teaches. And from He says, I don't know quite a bit in this, in this video. And uh, I think it's, I think the clip is, is Steve Lawson who, who, who shouts out, Give us some men who know the truth. Maybe it's Johnny Hunt. I, I, I can't remember who it is. There's a, there's a great clip of somebody preaching about and talking about, you know, Polycarp and, and, and guys like this who were willing to go to the stake and to the fire standing on what they knew to be true. And here you've got probably the most famous, I mean, he's called America's pastor and, and so on, um, the, the clip in here, Evangelism's Rising Star. Here you have probably the most well-known preacher in evangelicalism, and all he says is, I don't know. 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 From the Christian faith, this is what I believe, but I just think that only God can judge a person's heart. I've spent a lot of time in India with my father, and, uh, you know, I don't know all about their religion, but I know they love God. And I don't know. I'd have to, you know, I've seen their sincerity. So I don't know. I just, I know for me and what the Bible teaches, I want to have a relationship with Jesus. But Phoenix, Arizona. Hello. Hello, Larry. You're the best. Thank and you. thank you, Joe, Joel, for your positive messages and your book. I'm wondering, though, um, why you sidestepped Larry's earlier question about how we get to heaven. Um, the Bible clearly tells us that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light, and the only way to the Father is through him. That's not really a message of condemnation, but of truth. Yeah, I would agree with her. I believe that. So then That's a what Jew is not going to heaven. No, I, I, I mean, can't. Well, here's my thing, Larry, is I can't judge somebody's heart. You know, I don't know. Only God can look at somebody's heart. And so, I don't know. I just, to me, it's not my business to say, you know, this one is or this one isn't. I'm just saying, here's what the Bible teaches, and I want to put my faith in, uh, you know, in Christ. And I, I just, I think it's wrong when we go around saying, you know, you're not going, you're not going, you're not going, because it's not exactly my way. I'm just, I'm but not going to be the God. you believe your way. I believe my way. I believe my way with all my heart. But For uh, someone who doesn't share it. Well, it is wrong, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, well, I don't know if I look at it like that. I would, I would present my way, but I'm just going to let God be the judge of that. I mean, I... 
All right, so I'm going to just leave it at that. Um, again, and and so there there's a feel of, of a universalism in there. Well, everybody can go to heaven, and he's not necessarily saying that. Um, you know, well, the Hindus, they, they love God. Well, they love 33 million gods, one of any of those. Um, you know, and, and so to be willing to stand firm on, I mean, this woman called in and set, gave the, 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 the verse, Jesus says that I am the way, the truth and the life. No man comes to the father, but through me, this is where we can say, but, well, you know, I don't know. I, I, I just, you know, here's the problem with Joel is Joel operates under the fear of man. I mean, it is so evident in that, that interview that he's afraid of man. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to. I don't want to upset anybody. Well, you know what? The Bible makes it clear that the cross is an offense. We don't go out with just the intention of being a jerk and offending people. But the message of the cross that says you are a sinner, immediately that's an offense. People don't want to hear that, but people need to hear that. I mean, it, it, it's the Bible makes it clear. It's it's told to to prophets. I can't I can't remember if it's Isaiah or Ezekiel. Show my people their iniquity. It's a mandate that is given to by God to this prophet, and we are told go and make disciples. What does that entail? And making disciples entails showing people their sin, showing them their need for a savior. You know, if, if you don't give them sin, then why do they need Jesus? If, if you stand on this, this message of, well, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, if I, only God can, why do people need Jesus if, if, if you're just waffling? You know, well, if, if maybe God can judge their heart as a Jew or a Hindu or, or whatever, and they might make it to heaven, why do they need Jesus, Joel? Why is Jesus the way, the truth, and the life? Because if that's not true, then you're in in this situation. You're either saying that that they're wrong or Jesus is wrong. That's your your option. It's not a matter of am I wrong or are they wrong. It's either are they wrong or is Jesus wrong? Because this is where I believe, and you say, "Well, I believe my way with all my heart." Well, then, if you're not willing to say they are wrong then you can't believe your way with all your heart because you're saying that Jesus is wrong. And so that's where the false teaching comes in. And again, I'm not willing to call Joel a heretic. Someone else might. But Joel is is a guy that it, it, he just wants sit butts in the seats and, and a paycheck. And again, I'm not even mad at him. I mean, Joel has written, I think, 13, 13 14 books. And made millions, I mean millions upon millions upon millions off his book. I don't know what kind of paycheck he takes from his church, but I don't begrudge any pastor, any preacher, anybody uh, who writes a book and becomes wealthy. I mean, James White has written plenty of books, and I don't know what kind of wealth he has, but I mean, if he made millions of dollars off his books, I would, I would not begrudge him that. Uh, Douglas Wilson. I wish my pastor, I wish Brian Sove would write a book. I mean, I would, he's got some, he could write a book and become a millionaire himself and provide for his family and so on. And, and maybe that means he, he doesn't take a salary from the church or something, you know. But again, I don't begrudge preacher's wealth. It just depends on where you're getting it. You know, are you taking advantage of the poor to gain your wealth? 
Are you giving a message that, that gives false hope that maybe I'm going to get rich because I, I, I put this $500 in the, in the offering bucket and God's going to return that to me a hundredfold and I'm expecting, I'm waiting for my $5 million check to come in the mail. If that's what you're preaching to the sheep, then, then that is, makes you a wolf. I, I, is Joel teaching that? Not to the extent that there are some other people that are, you know, not like your Creflo dollars and, and Peter Popovs and, and so on. But it's a, it, that is implied in many of his messages. So whether or not, you know, he's fleecing the flock to get to where he is, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a, some research that someone else can do. But Joel is a false teacher. I mean, he's leading people astray. He's not giving a gospel that saves. He's giving a gospel that provides, um, a false gospel that, that provides uh, material, materialism and feel-goodism. I mean, this Joel Osteen was, I think, I can't remember if it was Chally's um, who coined the phrase moral therapeutic deism. But it really came off of what Osteen teaches. You know, it's just a feel-good message of, of, you know, God, you know, God, he's crazy about you. He's got your picture on your refrigerator, uh, right? And so that's the false teaching that comes. And it's, it's not a, a, a gospel that saves. I would say that there's probably a great many people in Joel Osteen's congregation that if they were to die... And stand before Christ, they would be among the people who say, Lord, Lord, didn't we do these things in your name? And he would say to them, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you because it's not that he's they're not given a gospel that saves. And that makes Joel a wolf. That makes Joel an enemy of the cross, because if you're not going to preach sin, you can't just put a little tag on the end of every sermon and say, pray this prayer with me kind of thing. You have to preach a gospel. At some point, you've got to come down where you're preaching a gospel of conviction of sin and calling people to repentance because that's what Jesus did. That's what John the Baptist did. That's what every prophet did was, was literally God was sending them to call people to repentance. The apostles, when they went out and they shared the message, they called people to repentance. There is no salvation without repentance. So if you're not preaching a gospel that calls people to repentance, Paul Washer, and you know, uh, if if you're not the Holy Spirit, whole part of his job is to point to sin. So if you're not preaching about sin, then the Holy Spirit is not operating in your ministry. That's a, a poorly, a pretty butchered uh, quote. I can't remember exact, but essentially that's that's the the gist of what Washer was saying. If you're not preaching about sin. At some point in time, you're not giving people the gospel because you're not calling people to repentance. And that is where salvation lies, is in repenting of your sin and putting your trust in Christ. And if you're not getting that as a message, then you're not preaching a gospel of salvation. And your, your gospel is pointless. It's worthless. Whatever the gospel that you're giving is, it's not the gospel of Christ. And that's what Joel Osteen presents. And that's what makes him a wolf. That's what makes him a false teacher. And so we, 
the only thing we can do is to counter the false gospel that he's preaching, and that is we go and we preach the gospel at all times, and we use words because they are, they are absolutely necessary. And until next week, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.